told by a genetic engineer about a project they were on in England once, and I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. They had in tanks people with gills and their little babies, and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo, and it looks out, and you feel for it. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, we are screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Alex Jones. Alex Jones letting us know that uh, we're fucked. We definitely fucked. It's the end of the world, guys definitely not the end of the world there's definitely been ridiculous things happening throughout all of history i don't have to get into that i used to teach a little history but doesn't mean that i know all the history i never will and it's okay and victor writes history right the victory the the people that uh the winners uh i don't win that often so i'm never really on the side that gets to write it but whatever um people like alex jones people like alex jones what the fuck did I just hear? Holy shit. Like I said, next week we're going to have different guests. And uh, who knows, man? Who knows where this show will take us, where we'll get a different guest. And you might even recognize them. You might even recognize, like, you know, you're in my network of friends. Who knows? But I'm going to try. Try to aim high. Try to aim high. But each, you won't hear me anymore. That's for certain. And, um, not gonna lie, wasn't as prepared as I should have been, but guaranteed the next batch of episodes, just to fill you in again, each month you're gonna get four episodes of this show. Keep up, keep up, it's still insane. I say it like that because I want you to fucking remember, keep up. Got a little flame, flame on. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to bring you viral news, viral news, and just getting you up to speed with what I think, uh, page six material type shit, man. TMV over here. (laughs) No, not really. But, uh, welcome to episode four. This is Keep Up. And I'm just wondering, what what the fuck did we just hear? What the fuck did we just hear with Alex Jones? Now, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Homeland, but um, actually my job, they were filming uh, across the street from the warehouse. So that was pretty cool. Um, I've actually met Sal's uh, wife on the show. Oh, man. Forgot her name. But whatever. Um, She's very awesome. She's very pretty. I was on the train, and I don't like doing that to celebrities. I'm not, like, one of those people. I, I met Boo from Orange is New Black, and I said, I love you, Boo. And she said, I love you, too. I was on the way to a voiceover class. Yeah, I'm just not like that with celebrities. And uh, so they, they, they got to see some of the cast members. That was really awesome. Big fan of Style. Style was there. Um, if you watch Homeland, he's one of the characters. But, um... Alex Jones was a focal point of last season, and most of what Homeland is about, it's an adaptation of this Israeli show, and uh, Showtime picked it up, and Claire Danes is impeccable, does her thing like she does since Romeo and Juliet, and 
usually every season has a terrorist plot as something where the nation is uh, at a threat or yet for the U.S. interest. Claire Danes is uh, part of the CIA and she's just pretty much protecting us. And most of it has to do with uh, terrorism abroad in the uh, Middle Eastern area, particularly of the Taliban. So there's like a lot of uh, Muslim rhetoric and stereotypes but it's still a good show. Aside from that, I mean, it is what's going on currently. Um, I had a friend who was, uh, she's Arabic, and she said that it's very hard to watch as an Arabic person because they're not very accurate with the time places, and they kind of exploit those areas and kind of feed into the fear uh, monster machine of what, uh, you know, uh, the xenophobic type of people you don't want to feed into that but um back to alex jones alex jones they based the character they based the main bad guy off of him and he tried to like i don't know publicist or something like that tried to you know uh say something about it and defend uh alex jones but alex jones also was in court for a uh for custody and his lawyer basically admitted that he was um he fabricates a lot of things for his conspiracy he's a conspiracy he's a professional conspiracy theorist and i don't know why people take that seriously but people take that as news people take his conspiracies and they they regard it as fact they take his ideology it's no different than like fox news or you know um i don't know people really not that i like ever really respect the cnn totally but I can't believe it's like in the same breath, but they do go a little overboard sometimes, but so is all news. But uh, back to Alex Jones again. Alex Jones fucking sucks. This motherfucker, uh, if you just heard that sound clip, he talks about humanoids. And he has gone on this rant on several episodes talking about the government and him seeing different... uh, uh, a different species that's mutated by, uh, you know, test tubes and shit like that. And this is the same guy that people rely, rely on their, uh, on their coverage of the administration and what's going on. And I mean, he can't really be trusted, but then again, he has a huge following on social media. He's a huge following on YouTube. Uh, there are definitely people out there that will vouch for him and it's crazy it's like Tommy Loren it's like Bill, the, the departed Bill O'Reilly but now he's on he's on the radio uh, Rush Limbaugh these guys I'm giving I'm giving credence unfortunately but they yo they have a huge following and they're actually taking over radio a lot of people rejoice when they talk about uh you know, getting them off the cable networks. But to be honest, you were doing, you're kind of doing uh, Bill O'Reilly and these guys a favor. Uh, most of, you know, a lot of people are not really watching as much TV and live TV is what I'm saying. They're really not watching cable news as much. And if they are, they're watching it like on the reruns or on the, uh, on the, on their uh, applications, on like their fire stick on their Google Chrome, something like that, on the laptop, 
probably like on a on a mobile app. So to have somebody talking about like fictional things, who knows? I maybe that shit is really fucking happening. I don't I don't know. I've seen some weird shit, man. I've seen people that probably do look like a humanoid. Maybe he's done to something. I don't know. It's the turn the friggin' frogs gay. Serious crap. I mean, and the reason why Homeland uh, made him the bad guy or the character that was embodying his character, uh, the the villain. Uh, it was basically taking these bots, uh, the bots that were working for him, the, the the villain, the terrorist, was employing people that were copying off of the format of the InfoWars show, show. InfoWars is the very popular show I was talking about that Alex Jones is a part of. He, has, he also has a producer. Uh, I don't want to give his name. He sucks. But um, he uh, he's also very popular on Twitter, and he I think he's English, and he just like goes on rants and tells us uh, tells liberals and everybody why they they suck and why Hillary is a, a whatever doesn't matter. But um, so it's dangerous. It's dangerous. People like this motherfucker. Like it's, it's pretty dangerous. And um, I, I could even read you. Something that someone on Facebook was defending, and and these are these are the people that uh, that watch this show, uh, including me. Obviously, I need a good laugh every once in a while. Uh, but, but shout out to Maggie Helderman on Facebook, uh, and Alex Jones. She's she's speaking on behalf of uh, this uh, segment where Alex Jones was defending the president. Uh, he was defending the president, and. Uh, Who's, uh, this woman was coming after Michael Wolf, and he is the author of Fire and Fury. And I, and uh, so she goes, this guy write a book, spelled W R I G H T. Uh, Michael Wolf is a short little Jewish guy who figure at out how to make some quick box. Quick box is uh, the way to go nowadays. You don't want a box that just uh, just lays there. Like, you, know, you want a box that just on the go. But uh, Maggie, you're onto something too, just like Alex Jones. You're onto really bad grammar. And and just like another to follow up, Rick Shaw. Um, sorry, I mean, there's probably many Rickshaws out there. But uh, what does one's height and heritage have to do with it? Uh, how tall are you? What is your heritage? And then Dono Pillow. Uh, Rick, that bitch is just another troll like her idol Trump. So my point is, on Homeland, he was employing people that, like, you could... I'm not saying, like, these people are bots, but it's close. You have no idea anymore. With this, like, Russian alleged collusion, it's not really far off. Like, before Obama was leaving office, he requested a rather large amount for cybersecurity because North Korea and Russia... We're really infiltrating our systems. And one of the reasons is because Russia has a program that pretty much the world uh, has, uh, has technology that the world has to tap into in order for them to be in the modern era. And uh, we are a part of that. And it kind of sucks because of the history that we have in Russia, even the uranium situation, whatever. It's always shady. It's always shady since the Cold War. 
Um, doesn't matter if we're doing something shady to them, they're doing something shady to us. The humanoids are out to get us. What the fuck did I just watch? Um, I don't know. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm not trying to be a hater, but I did just watch a video of Rafael Primero, the same dude that said that he never in his life would take steroids. He's not a cheater. All that good stuff. But yet he was the first MLB player to get caught with steroids. And, you know, a lot of people, if I was like a journalist, somebody would come up to me and probably be like, oh, you're just trying to concentrate on the negative. This and that. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I, like, I'm giving it news right now, so shame on me. But what the hell? How the hell is this guy? He really... They, people's egos are really too much, man. This guy really got caught. He got caught. He was the first one to get caught. 53 years old. I remember I used to see that dude, uh, was it Julio Franco? Yeah, Julio Franco. And this guy played forever. He played into his mid-40s. I don't really know if I want to see that. I don't know if I want to see that. I think a lot of people do not, do not leave when it's time to leave. Like, they don't know they don't know when it's over. Uh, I remember I got into an argument with my, my grandmother, and it was about Dick Clark. And the guy was basically falling apart like Meryl Streep in uh, Death Becomes Her. And he like just looked terrible. It, it, the age was hitting him, and Ryan Seacrest was knocking in the back door, and so was so was freaking uh, Carson Daly. And Mariah, you know, she was, she was freezing her ass off, being naked outside every fucking New Year's. One of my favorite Christmas songs, by the way. But, uh, yeah, he just didn't know when the call quits. So, uh, what the hell am I watching? What the fuck am I watching with Rafael Palmeiro? Like, why do I need to watch these people? Come on, know when to call it a a day. Rafael Palmeiro, you made millions of dollars. Same thing with Dick Clark. You made millions of dollars, my man. You, like, you were still producing it. He's deceased. Rest in peace, by the way. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't with it. So, like, I don't don't really... I, I like to see... And then there's another side of the argument, you know, uh, my grandmother was saying that like, you know, this guy's paid his dues, he deserves to go out on his own terms. I just can't agree with that, but whatever, that's her side, put that out there. Grandmother's an awesome person, love her so much. And uh, this is, uh, it's not like, uh, I I haven't really talked about the sexual harassment uh, thing that's been going on, the Me Too and it's very prevalent, and I'm very behind it. I just saw the Dave Chappelle uh, stand-up, and uh, what the fuck did I just watch with that? That shit was so funny. Uh, it wasn't as good as the previous ones on Netflix, the the last two, but this one, the la- the, the next two installments for New Year's Eve were really, really funny, really funny. Uh, very on edge, very always knocking on the door uh very inappropriate but i'm all about it so if he's reaching the fans like me he's already got me i'm all about being controversial there's a lot of people that are like you know mothers and fathers and think that they're more moral than the next person so they they come at it even even like uh us liberal snowflakes you know transgender and he comes at that that uh that group a lot but in jest like he comes at everybody 
makes fun of his own communities, his own wife. Like, he, he comes at everybody. So I just don't understand. I get him. I get him. Jerry Seinfeld said one time that he doesn't like to go to college campuses. And I don't blame him because when I was in college, everybody thought they knew it all, I, including myself. When you're in that atmosphere, you just feel like you're more knowledgeable than the rest. And so when you have these people that are not politically divisive, there's only a few comedians out there that like wear the badge of being what their political party is. Tim Allen, Dennis Miller, uh, liberal comedians as well. Uh, so where I stand with that is uh, he talks about the sexual harassment claims. And he also talks about uh, Louis C.K. And he says that it's like, you know, you know, people should get over people jerking off and you know is that the only thing and he got kicked off of his show and it was millions of dollars you know people's principles it's not that he's right it's just that it puts it it puts it still shifts its perspective a little bit even like a nudge i'm not saying that like he's correct at all but you gotta watch the special he delves pretty deep into what his perspective is and he's for it also. He's for the Me Too. He's for women getting to a level of equality. Of equality. Not even to like put it to put it plainly, equality. I, I'm always behind those movements. Uh, I joke all the time. I love Dave Chappelle. He's like one of my heroes as well as Chris Rock, Red Fox, George Carlin, Robin Williams. Uh, I just saw this amazing show, The Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime. And my man, uh, Lenny Bruce, he is on the show and he's one of my favorite comedians as well. So back to the harassment, but back to the sexual abuse that women are, uh, joining together with everyone, with men, men are, or have come forward, the Kevin Spacey situation and, uh, and we're supporting the women. Like finally, finally, a lot of people, I was talking to one of my neighbor's friends and he was like, oh, back in the day. Oh, I, I didn't know if they, if they didn't want this. They like, they used to like to be taught to, so you don't know if they, if they, uh, if they like to be taught to like that no more. And I think it's indicative. I just think that like people, nobody really liked that. There's a very marginal group of women that are, you know, I'm not gonna lie, straight up hoes, not gonna lie, but there are majority of women that don't like to be treated like that. There are men out there. That uh, are cool with like you know slipping the dick everywhere they go and planting the seeds and shit like that and being regarded in in that light. And there's some men, there majority of men, there are majority of men who you know it gets old, it gets old. It's not that it's right or wrong moralistically. It's just like it's just not a very sustainable lifestyle to, to to go on forever. Just like drug dealing and shit like that. Like you know you make a few bucks here and there. But like, how many people do you know uh, that did dr- that dealt drugs and shit like that in this climate, in this fucking drug-heavy Sicario climate? Not really, not that many people. So, what brings me to this point is the the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Uh, the women are wearing black. The women are wearing black. Most of the women that are acknowledging the movement, Alyssa Milano. Uh, Kerry Washington, she's one of my favorite actresses. She's on Scandal. Uh, I remember back in the day uh, when she was on Save the Last Dance. And 
She made a great point. She made a great point. Uh, some people were saying to boycott the Golden Globes to show solidarity against people like Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey and people that have really abused their power. You don't know all the stories. Russell Simmons. You know, a lot of these are allegations, but they're strong allegations. I'm, I'm not saying that they're true. But uh, women have been uh, neglected in these conversations for way too long. So... Men have gotten my, like myself. Not in, I've never been in that situation. I don't think. I hope not. Ugh. But uh, they just been given the benefit of the doubt too much. So the pendulum is swung, and women are swinging. And if you're in their way, you're gonna get knocked the fuck out. So I suggest uh, you get with this movement. So the Golden Globes is interesting. Kerry Washington said that they were thinking about boycotting, but she also said. That she uh, believes that coming in and doing this movement instead uh, shows uh, even more. And she is able to also congratulate the women and their peers, her, her male counterpart peers as well, show support to them. Like, you know, they're winning awards and that's, and I get that. And especially me trying, like, you know, I've been in the arts and I, and I want to be more a part of the arts I can get that. Why uh, the Academy Awards when it was, you know, whited out and Chris Rock was, you know, people did not go. Life goes on. Life goes on. But like you still should be able to make a point and still be able to express your principles and get people to be equal. So the Golden Globes, I feel, is doing that, man. That's awesome. Uh, Congratulations. The people who thought of this movement, Alyssa Milano and, and the actresses out there, even if they're like going against, you know, because women sometimes hate on women too. Rose McGowan and it just, it just, it's just hard. It's still hard. It's still hard being a woman out there. Very hard. And things like the Golden Globes, it's just a, it's a little glimpse of what's to come, hopefully, in the eyes of equality. So, What the fuck did they just say? What the fuck did you just say? Man, I don't, uh, sometimes I don't understand cliches. And I don't think you do either. I remember when we used to talk on words mean things about different cliches that we would talk about. And one of the ones that bothers me is kiss and tell. I'm going to tell you a story about me doing a little bit more than kissing. Just a little bit. So one day, there was this uh, there was this girl, just like Fargo. I will not name the names. But there was this girl that was really hot after me in college. I was in a fraternity, and I was very social. And this girl was not my type, what the fuck so She was really chubby, no tits. I know it's really hard for some people to hear, but most guys don't like that. But anyway, so she was she was she was kind of gross. She was kind of gross. And one day she was like, "What is it going to take for me to fuck you?" And I said, 
if you can get me to have a threesome with your uh, your soror, your your little sis, that would that would probably seal the deal. She was like, "Oh my God, say no more, say no more." So I was like, "Damn, all right." So she sets it up, goes down. I end up hooking up with the girl, the the little sis. It's awesome. And then I, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I I've got to pay, pay the piper. Cliche, cliche. And I said, uh, I was ready. And she goes, oh, no, no. You don't have to fuck me. You can just titty fuck me. I was like, damn. All right. So I uh, I did that. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Did my thing. I went back to my fraternity. Now, the reason why, uh, yo, kiss and tell me. Yo, there's no way. Yo, guys, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like you guys are just in the movies. Those people that don't. Be gossiping, women be gossiping, guys be gossiping. I'm not saying I be telling everybody's business, but I definitely be telling my business. And again, here we are, here we are. Uh, keep up, keep up with this story, motherfuckers. So I come back to my fraternity, and there's this dude, and he's really cool, really popular guy in the fraternity as well. And uh, he doesn't really get laid that often. And so I kept this story to myself for a little bit. Maybe I told like one person. And I'm talking to this person, and he goes, uh, he goes, man, I, I, you know, I just hooked up with this girl, and we're like excited to hear because this is like, you know, it's a paternity after all. So we were just like, he goes, uh, yeah, and I ended up titty fucking her. Oh boy. Who's kissing and who the fuck is telling? Now, that's the that's uh, the fourth episode. Uh, that's the little package that you guys will be getting. Keep up with Still Insane. I talk about topics and things in pop culture and viral videos that uh, I feel are in the in what we're talking about today. You may feel it's silly, but to be honest, this whole fucking show is silly. So I'm just gonna just gonna take it from here, and uh, like I said, never stay in your fucking lane. Keep up, still insane. I'm outie. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Snapchat. I love being on Snapchat. Uh, you can find me anywhere. Just don't try to find me on the dating apps. I don't love y'all hoes. <laughs> Peace.